friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. This is the podcast that is changing the industry. We're doing this with our business education designed for contractors by contractors. This education is being heard around the world. You can tune in the Tile Money Podcast. We produce uh, episodes every single week. The result is a stronger industry from the installer up, and that is the only way to scale, and that is the only way to strengthen something. You've got to start with the contractor, and that's what we believe in. My name is Luke Miller. I am your host, a licensed California contractor myself. Before we get this uh, special episode kicked off, we've got a we've got a great topic today. We've got the state and the future of the industry. That's what we're going to be talking about. We have Steve Sprung here from TileTools.com. Hello, everyone. We have Rod Cat, Catwick. Hello, Rod Cat. We have uh, Chase Twitchell. Hello, this is Chase. We've got Lee Calliwert. Hey, everybody. Local boy. And we have Ken Balin. How you guys doing? Doing great. Doing good. Uh, before we get to this uh, recording, I do want to thank our sponsors. These are the sponsors that are giving back to the industry in this unique way. The National Tile Contractors Association can be your most valuable resource as a tile contractor today. They are the largest and the oldest organization for tile contractors. You can find solutions to your problems by visiting the NTCA. Talk to Jim Olson to find out more. We have GoBoard as a sponsor. GoBoard is a Johns Manville company. It's a lightweight solution to your waterproof backer board. You can build a complete shower system with their products. Check out GoBoard. They've got a uh, 100% of everything you need to build a waterproof shower. We also have Laidacrete International. Laidacrete is one of the most innovative tile manufacturers, tiles materials manufacturers I know of, from everything from uh, your, your caulking, your sealant, to your waterproofing, to your grout, everything you need to set that tile. So check out LaidacreteInternational.com. All right, let's do a quick introduction of the, of the guest, starting with Rod Catwick out of uh, Salt U- Lake City, Utah. Utah. Yeah. yeah. All right, so- Rod. I'm Rod Catwick out of Salt Lake City, Utah, was a tile guy for 35 years, and now I manufacture custom foam shower trays. And Chase Twitchell? Uh, I'm Chase Twitchell out of Southern Utah. I have been a tile contractor since 2003 and recently founded FlowFX. We make drains for tile showers. And we have Steve Sprung. Steve Sprung with TileTools.com, longtime listener, first time uh, caller here. Uh, I, I'm the, the product and marketing manager for, for Tile Tools. We are a, a Wisconsin-based company that provides tools and installation materials to contractors from coast to coast. Uh, Twenty years in the in the industry in different facets, and just loving what I do, and and getting to to hang out with great people like all of you guys, and and help everybody out, and and try to get everything better. Hi, I'm Lee Calvert. Uh, my wife and I own Dragonfly Tile and Stoneworks in the Milwaukee area. Uh, we specialize in um, artistic tile and stone installations. We've been doing this for 21 years. Oh, I've personally been doing it for a lot longer. You can probably tell. <laughs> I'm Ken Bowen. I own Skyro Floors. I'm a CTI 1392, CFI 13604. I install custom tile and luxury flooring out of the Jersey Shore. Nice. Well, I'm super excited to be, be sitting here with you gentlemen. I, I look up to each and every one of you. Uh, you've had a positive impact on my life as well as the industry at large. So it's, it's, it's great to be catching up with you. We have an interesting topic today. You know, we're going we're gonna to get started talking about the challenges that we're all currently facing in this industry. Uh, we'll spend a few minutes because we do have a, you know, six different people from different aspects of the industry. So I think we can have a really unique conversation 
not just the challenges, but the solutions that, that you're coming up with to overcome them and, and how you had to, uh, you know, kind of adjust things and continue on with, with business, right? Because that's what, that's all we can do is, is continue forward, you know, adjust and, and learn from one another. And that's, that's really what this podcast is all about. And then, you know, despite these obstacles that we might have, uh, I do want to talk about what you're excited about in the industry currently right here, maybe something you saw today or just something in general that really gets you excited and gets you pumped up and, and proud to be in the tile installation industry, you know, and then kind of what's your future, what your thoughts are, you know, give me that crystal eight ball uh, prediction for the, for the future guys. All right. So let's, uh, let's start with Rod again, Rod, you know, what challenges are, are, has Rodcat, you know, products experienced in the industry and, and what do you see? You know, a lot of it with us is um, customer service, you know, especially if it's something that you're shipping. And, um, you know, we've put, we set the bar kind of high as far as, you know, if it's ordered by two o'clock, we'll have it shipped out that day. And so we had to kind of work our shop and, you know, even have a different colored piece of paper for those online orders that come in that need to go out. So um, there's a lot of pressure that way that we've put on ourselves, you know, to get stuff in and out. And that requires follow up, you know, and um, for me, you know, like with the episode last or two weeks ago that we had with systems and processes, you know, being able to be confident that you had those people up front that were um, were doing that part for you uh, makes it a lot easier for me to focus in the back or, you know, at least focus on the people that are making my product. So that's pretty much the biggest challenge that I have today. Yeah. But it sounds like this, the solution was, was what you kind of emphasize that again. And I mean, again, the solution was the people in the front end, you know, and as Chase and I are, you know, sharing a room together and talking, you know, till we fall asleep at night or first thing in the morning, you know, we both just, um, are, are learning, you know, how we have to have these people that are, um, that are, are either pushing us in directions that, that we really don't follow up on, you know, um, because again, we've, always just been focused on making the things, you know, and, um, to actually follow through with three or four other steps to get it out there. Um, you know, that's when you need outside help. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. You know, rely on your good people that, that you've uh, assembled and I'll pat, you can pass the mic chase. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Chase, how about you, brother? What, uh, what challenges are you seeing in the industry? You, you know, you're, you're still a tile installer, correctly, a contractor? Uh, I actually finished installing about three months ago. Okay, so congratulations on that. Thank, um, thank you. Thank you. That was pretty awesome. Uh, the biggest challenge that we're facing right now, you hear a lot about material shortages, and those are real. We rely on raw ABS and PVC resin, and a lot of those are nearly impossible to get right now. And when you can get them, you're, it's basically a bidding war. So... Prices that we were paying a year ago, they're over two times, if you can even get the material. And it's really just required a lot more planning, uh, a lot more planning and, and lead time. So first uh, faced that challenge a few months ago, and now I'm putting orders in two months, two months ahead of time compared to what I was last year. So that's, that's the biggest thing. Uh, we do import some of our packaging and stuff from overseas. Uh, you hear a lot about the, the shipping cost uh, from overseas, and it's, that's real too. So it's just one of those things where you have to plan for it and hopefully those things will come back around. But for now you got to, you know, make the best of it. So, yeah, for sure. And so how are you overcoming? Just sounds like planning ahead. Just, just, just planning. I mean, you're, you're in a situation where there's not much else you can do other than, you know, deal with the market that we have. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Steve, we'll, we'll get you on the mic next. What challenges are you seeing uh, from the tile tool side? Chase stole my answer. 
Uh, no, <laughs> I told you not to invite him. So, so from a from a supplier standpoint, um, I think the the biggest the biggest challenge that we are facing right now is this this whole international shipping crisis, and you know, just the 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 production is there, and and that's it's not a problem actually making the material for the for the things that we have. Um, it's it's really just getting it here, and you know, I th- I think the for us the. We, we were lucky enough to to be in a position to provide products to people that are becoming necessity with the change in how tile is being manufactured, how tile is being installed. And and now there's there's a bit of a frenzy because the the things that the, the tools and supplies that they were relying on to be able to install the new materials properly aren't available. And and of course we're getting some we're getting some feedback on that. It just it's just really that the key is open lines of communication with, with your, with your customers and making sure that they understand, you know, we are, we are doing our best and, and really the, the best thing that we can do is kind of, you know, try to try to find an alternative solution that we may have in stock or readily available quickly, but, but it really just comes down to communication and not leaving people out in the dark. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, thank you for for that answer. Appreciate it. And then Lee, you know, what challenges do you face as a as an artisan tile contractor here in Wisconsin, and and then how do you overcome them? Well, some of the same. I think educating the client immediately on that first phone call and letting them know that there are issues, and you may not get the response time uh, that you may have gotten two years ago. So telling them that, telling them that up front, I think is is key. Just being honest and setting them up. You might have to wait a little bit. Things take a little longer these days. I'd say the other biggest challenge as a contractor is getting help, finding new employees. Uh, there's so much work out there, and there's nobody to hire on. Everybody, you know, uh, everybody's busy, and it, and it hurts us as well as we we bring other contractors into our jobs, and they're having the same problem. So it has a major impact on. Our, our whole cycle and how we work, uh, we line everything up you know, it, it, so, so that there's no uh, delays and things are done in a, in a decent time frame. And now, <laughs> impossible. So I think really uh, until people get back to work, we're all going to be suffering on that side of things. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Do you have any um, tools or, or what ways have you changed to try to attract employees? Can you talk to us a little bit about that or is it just... I just don't think they're, they're there. You know, we've tried and I haven't really put out great incentives or this or that um, because I think if you see what we do and that's what you want to do, you're going to do it. Yeah. You know, you, you, don't, need the, you don't need extra incentive. Okay. That's the type of work you want to do. Okay. Now, this, has this increased your value? My volume? Uh, value value to the to the client in some ways uh they they also see that you know it's hard to find certain types of work um and they know we're not going to be around forever ever either i know that's off topic but so they're racing to get us to do you know other projects other homes uh before you know we start to slow down and if the workforce doesn't come back you know i think a lot of people in my position at my age will start to go the other way a little bit and slow down and focus, in my case, only on the artistic side of the business and not even worry about the rest of it. 
Yeah. Yeah. That makes, that makes sense. And, and you're someone who's been, you know, perfecting and really, you know, uh, establishing your strong brand in an area for, for a lot of numbers of years. So like you said, it maybe didn't change, um, the way your, your clients perceive you only maybe they're just more eager to get you there. But I do want to talk to, you know, the tile contractors listening, you know, knowing what, 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 uh, Lee just said and knowing what you're experiencing in your local areas, both, a lack of tile contractors being able to, you know, get to the jobs, a lack of employees that ev- not just you, everybody. Um, I mean, if, if, if you were the only one, you know, having trouble, you'd start to, you know, wonder what was, you know, what kind of toothpaste you were using or something like that. But um, with a situation across the board like this, what I, what I want to emphasize and what I'm emphasizing here is your value does go up. You're that much more valuable. Um, it's no longer, you know, I can get somebody next week. They, they, you know, they can't get anybody next week. And if they can, that's a scary thought. So both your team that you've assembled, remember he, Lee brought out, you know, uh, and subcontractors that they, they utilize and work with, uh, they're under pressure. But if you have, if you've already established a good line of communication, they're going to be able to work with you stronger and quicker. Uh, they're going to give you priority. That's the value of partnerships. And so if you're one of those persons, if, if you've spent a decade, two decades doing that as a contractor, your value is a lot higher than the guy who, you know, just started, doesn't have partners, doesn't have the connections that you have. So don't forget about that. And, you know, I mean, I just always like to, you know, emphasize our value as contractors. Let's pass the mic to uh, Ken Balin from uh, Jersey side. Yeah, man. How we doing? I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm eyeing these mangoes. <laughs> so Ken, with Skyro Floors as a contractor yourself, uh, what challenges have you faced in the last, you know, really recently, a year or so? Well, so we really haven't had too many issues with uh, material shortages or anything like that until recently. And I kind of operate my business a little differently than most as well. I, I don't really... I don't really stick to a schedule per se. A lot of my customer base is uh, second and third homeowners. So they're not necessarily uh, somebody that's occupying the house while I'm working. Um, it's usually we have a, um, like a, a Memorial Day deadline or a summer deadline. Like they use their houses part of the year down the shore. So I kind of come and go as I please. And I'm a little pickier with my customers than most can be. But yeah, trying to get everybody in, you know, by that Memorial Day deadline with the shortage that we've seen recently, um, it kind of has become more of a challenge lately. So what are you doing to overcome those challenges? Try, well, planning and communication, really, you know, and be completely honest up front with all the com- uh, customers about the issues that we're going through. And, you know, it'll take longer to get materials. Things are on back order. And for the most part, you know, if somebody's calling me to work on their project, it's not a case where they're getting a ton of estimates. It's more uh, something where they want me to work on their project and they're willing to wait for whatever we have to deal with. That makes a lot of sense and, and kind of emphasizes, you know, what Lee was saying too, really. So I appreciate your input there. Um, anybody else have inputs about challenges before we get to a, you know, a, a cheerier subject? Ready to, ready to put a smile on everybody's face. And uh, I think what we've illustrated here to wrap it up is first of all, communication with, with both your clients as well as your partners. You know, maybe if you use a lot of flow FX drains or, you know, Rodcat shower pans or Sigma or whatever your tile tools.com tool is, 
maybe give those guys a call. You know, maybe that's the power, you know, I've been preaching for over, you know, three years, you know, your tool reps, know your manufacturer reps. And that's really the power. Keep that line of communication open. And that's not for nothing. And, and that's what we've illustrated here today. I mean, you're going to have a much easier time if they know your phone number and they're going to pick it up or give you a call back. And because they know your face, they know your name, they're talking to you on a regular basis. And that's really what I take away from, from this, you know, 20 minute conversation here is, Keep those lines of communication open. They're going to try to communicate with you. But if you haven't given them your email, phone number, et cetera, you know, they really, their hands are tied a little bit. And so, uh, you know, communicate and don't forget to be really, really upfront with your clients. And the cool thing is everybody's pretty understanding. Uh, and if they're not, maybe they're just not a good fit. So despite all these obstacles that we've had in the, eight, you know, in, in the last um, 18 months, and I'll pass the mic to, to Rod, you know, it's, it's good to look on the bright side of things and, and to get excited because there's a lot of cool things that I see happening in the industry. Um, I like the unity that social media has brought. I like the positivity and I like, I, I like who I'm meeting and, and getting to know in the industry. What about yourself, Rod? What are you excited about right now in the current industry? I'm excited mostly to be right here with Steve Sprung. Uh, <laughs> this is where it all started for me as far as online, um, having a store that sells my products, getting me to these tile shows. And, you know, we always gave me the back wall of the um, Russo booth, you know, so I was the guy out back and um, really supported by him. And, um, you know, Steve's had a way of kind of looking at us misfit toys and finding a place to put them in our his catalog, you know. And so it's pretty cool when you have a, a company and a person like Steve that actually, you know, guys like me or Chase can, um, you know, show our products to. And, and he's paying attention to us, you know, online. So, you know, being in these different tile groups, we're able to kind of promote ourselves a little bit in our products, you know. And Steve's the guy that, you know, paid attention to that and, and knew which guys to reach for. So really, I'm most excited about being here right now. That's a great answer. I appreciate it. And uh, good job, Steve. Pass that mic back to Rod. I wasn't done with him. <laughs> I keep passing it away. <laughs> I have a follow-up question to this, to this thought. Um, the future of the industry, uh, what gets you excited about? Your, what is yours, Crystal 8-Ball, saying? You know, um, my tagline is foam's the future. And um, <laughs> there's another part to it. But <laughs> I'm, I'm learning to be a little bit more polished, thanks to my Karen. So anyways, um, you know, as as the industry seems to be, um, you know, making products that go with foam, um, tile guys are getting used to it. We're all getting used to the the hollow sound that we get, you know, on a, sh a shower floor, which the only way you're going to know if it's foam is if you're beating on it with your knuckles. But, you know, I stay in a lot of hotels and barefooted, I can't tell if it's foam or, or mud, you know, so um, with all of the options that we have of the um, the unique shapes that we can cut for it. You put it in um, the hands of these mosaic people like Lee and like Angie and to see what they can do following those shapes, you know? So for me, I'm excited about foam. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I appreciate that answer. You can pass the mic. Thanks. All right, Chase. Uh, what, what, what has you excited today about the industry besides the, the amazing success of the flow FX strain? First off, I want to second, kind of second what uh, Rod said about Steve. Steve's been awesome. Uh, you know, I was just a tile guy trying to make a product and Steve was always there to give me advice and point me in the right direction, whatever that was. And he definitely made uh, it a lot easier for me to make FlowFX a thing. So first off, I want to say that. Appreciate 
you a ton. So hope you know that. Second off, I'm really excited about where the industry is going as far as installers switching from traditional pan liners to surface applied membranes. There's still a lot of guys out there that are using rubber liners. And the more I talk to homeowners and installers, I see a lot more guys making the switch. And I think the industry in a whole is going that direction. You know, 10, 15 years from now, I think there will be probably none or very, very few uh, traditional showers being built. So that's pretty cool for me, especially. Personally, what I'm looking forward to is just future growth. So I'm into flow effects about 11 months right now. And that 11 months has been full of learning. And we talked previously about challenges and challenges are really just that, whatever that may be. It's not a permanent thing. You figure out solutions and you're able to grow from that. Talked a lot about uh, inventory shortages. Uh, I've got those challenges sorted out. I have good inventory coming in. I was able to sort out a lot of manufacturing issues. We have way better injection molding than our first versions. Our grates fit way better. Pretty much been able to refine the product to a point that next year, 2022, is really going to be year, a year for growth. And I'm really excited to see what I can do uh, now that I have good streams of inventory, all the little kinks are sorted out. And yeah, I'm just excited to see what next year is going to bring. That's really cool. And and good on you, by the way, and good on everybody for here, because when, when you, we, like Chase said, challenges are going to come up in life, right? And, and in the world. Uh, and when we meet, you know, as, as entrepreneurs, as contractors, when you meet challenges the you know, that's what, that's the definite definition of an entrepreneur. You see a problem, find a solution for that. So in our business, we're, you know, we have to keep that in mind. Um, Steve Sprung, what, are you excited about regarding the current state of the industry as well as the future? Well, first I want to, I want to thank uh, both Rod and Chase because now I'm blushing. So somebody has got to send me that uh, tile celebrity sticker. Now <laughs> I just, you know, I I've, I've, I've actually been kind of blessed to be able to work with guys like this because I, I see the, I see the potential and the transition of them, you know, being out installing every day and saying, Hey, I have this idea. Like, you know, what, what do you, what do you think? And, and, and all I can say is that with the experience that I have, we, we've kind of gone through these ebbs and flows and, and we've worked out the kinks, which allows me to, to kind of pass that knowledge on to some of these guys that are, that are just getting into this, you know, manufacturing distribution game. And it's, we can, we can get them pointed in the right direction first so that they can actually be profitable a lot faster than than just the the trial by fire thing. So that so that's actually that's actually been a lot of fun for me over the years is is being able to to take what I've learned and and kind of pass that along and, and help help guys come up that are that are looking to do that. To answer your question more directly, um, the 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 thing that I'm that I'm really excited about is you know I've that really just technology and and it's it's a unfortunately and fortunately a byproduct of this whole pandemic thing. And, and I was, I was talking with uh, Lee and Jane earlier and, and, and just kind of saying how I'm, I'm really enjoying how technology has been able to connect more people and, and just make, make things more widely known. You know, I don't, I don't think anybody realized 10, 12, 15 years ago, how regional this industry is and how methods and standards and practices can vary from, you know, a, a place like here in Wisconsin uh, to somewhere in Arizona where they do things completely differently or even, you know, even in Utah where where you guys kind of have your own magic. I don't know what you do, but it seems to work. So 
but, you know, I mean, just go, even going back to like the days of John Bridge, you know, the John Bridge Forum and, and how that kind of that kind of evolved into, you know, all of these new Facebook groups, which puts you in touch with people, you know, really around the world. And it, it allows you as as an installer or a contractor or even even somebody like us, you know, if we have if we have a struggle or we're in a we're in a bind, you know, you can post a picture or something and say, how you know, how would you handle this? And you might get a response from somebody, you know, like I said, either the other side of the world or a different part of the country where they would say, you know, it's it, well, just do it like this. And you would have never even thought about that because in your region, that's not a method you ever used. And, you know, they might have a, a, a five minute solution to something that would have taken you three hours to do it the, the way that you're used to, you know, kind of evolving from that again, even into coverings two weeks ago with the the project that that Lee and Joshua were, for were that up. working on. Yeah. You know, we we had talked two years ago about this happening in New Orleans and Lee going down there with all of all of the the tools and everything that he needed to do it. And I was really trying to wrap my head around what they do and how they can take that mobile. Um, so, so I think this, again, uh, kind of the, kind of the blessing in disguise with this whole thing is that they were able to patch in live from here in his shop where he had all the tools he needed, everything, you know, you, you, you know where everything is, right? So it kind of, that's, that's a, it's, it's almost a sigh of relief when you don't have to start digging for things and you're really, really a lot more organized and just seeing the, at one point we had what, 120, 130 people that were in the NTCA lounge watching this and, and just seeing the looks on people's faces and the reactions from them of, you know, I, how, like, I can't believe they're, they're doing this, yeah. you know, I, and, and the fact that they were able to do it in, you know, in the, in their own, in the comfort of their own space and, and technology brought us to that where I, two years ago, I don't think anybody would have, you know, in, in our, in our circle would have thought about patching Wisconsin into Orlando, Florida and, and showing a live demonstration that way. So that's to, to me, I think I'm, I'm just, I'm just really excited about the, the, the technological advancement that we have seen industry wide and has, has really put us in a place where we're, we're connected to everybody 24 hours a day if we want to be. That's a really uh, well thought out answer, Steve. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Uh, go back and listen to that again, podcast listeners, because that was well thought out. I, I wouldn't, I, you know, a year ago, I, I threw my own virtual trade show event. It wasn't such a great success. Turns out people don't want to sit on Zoom for eight hours for three days in a row. <laughs> but so I knew that the crossover was coming as far as, you know, digital and physical combination. What I didn't see coming was they were going to flip it. They were going to stream into coverings, not out of coverings. Because right. like right now I'm streaming out of, we're streaming to uh, YouTube. I forgot to say hi to my followers on YouTube, uh, LinkedIn and, and Facebook simultaneously, which, uh, you know, now I can do that on a cell phone. Pretty incredible. But to stream into, a, you know, a show like coverings and, and that was some fast thinking on everybody's part uh, with the NTCA. And I don't know who came up with that idea, but kudos to them for being a real forward thinking person. Um, and because there was some challenges, you know, doing it and finishing that project um, on because of the size in person in Florida. But um, cool opportunity. And it was neat to see the technology working. I, I really liked what you said about the regional ways. Uh, it's always cracks me up on the internet. I've, I've had the, I guess, blessing and curse of, you know, working in five or six States from New York all the way to California and in between. Um, so I've in you know, working in New York, I worked with tile, tile installers from around the world. Uh, so I got to learn a lot of neat tricks, but, um, 
And that was a privilege. Uh, but it cracks me up when like a lifelong California boy will say, anybody else using hot mops on the internet? I'll be like, why don't you guys use hot mops over there? It's like, you know, you're the only state and not even the whole state allows it. Um, but, and I'm picking on California cause I'm a C54 licensed California contractor. And I was going to say too, that reminds me, uh, when Rod says foam's the future, that's coming from a guy who has lime in his blood. So don't, um, you know, don't discount that. This isn't some foam, you know, joker off the street. This is coming from a, a, a true mud man, uh, a true artisan himself, uh, with, a, with a lot of years. So, uh, you know, he's providing a solution to, um, a, a problem that is often in the industry and, and just a different way to do things, which is, you know, the way we innovate, the way we move forward. Right. So let's see, was there a follow-up question for Steve here? Now you talked about what you're excited about right now. In your opinion, you know, what's going to happen in the next 12 to 24 months? So, so I, th- I think from, from my perspective, what I'm really excited to see over, you know, over the next, the next, you know, year, two years, three years is, is I think, I think events like this are going to become more commonplace. Um, you know, you're, you're going to have like, obviously this is, you know, this is an event for our local customers, installers, contractors, um, we've got people that are, that are, that are coming in from, you know, Minnesota, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana. Um, obviously we've Florida. got, you know, we've, we've got, we've got vendors here from, from all over the country. And I, I think we're, we are, like I said, with, with technology connecting us the way we are now, these events are just going to be more widespread. So you're, you're going to, you know, now next year, when we do this, somebody's going to say, Oh, that was really cool when they did that last year. I'm going to go check that out, and and I think we're we're it's 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 going to be like a mini, like mini trade shows all over the place, you know. And and I and I think everybody vibes off of each other so well when they're together, as we experienced at coverings two weeks ago. Um, you know, it kind of it kind of rejuvenates you when you go back to work, and and you you know you just spent time talking to tile people for, for three days and all these ideas and all these, you know, new tips and tricks and all, you know, you, you kind of, you see what other people are doing and it makes you want to do it. And, and I think that's, that's kind of where we're headed is, is just more, more in-person connection all around the country. And, and it's just, it's just going to help the friendships that we have kind of explode and, and move from person to person to person where we're, we're all going to be a, you know, a, a bigger community than we are. And, and that's really what I want to see. That's very cool. Um, I, I also agree with you about these mini trade shows. They're a blast. They're needed. They're wanted. Um, and, and by the way, it, you know, if you're listening to this as a podcast or on video, this is a legitimate badass event. Um, we've got a pig on the roast that was, they started last night. We've got a, a beer truck. We've got, I, you know, I, I mean, I'm not going to list everybody, but how many vendors do we have? Go ahead. 12 total vendors. Um, you, if you want to list them, go ahead. I'll put that on you. Don't, don't no. It's too hard. It's too hard have, because I don't we have the paper in front well, of me. I was, I, and I wasn't prepared. <laughs> so if I, if I leave somebody out, I'll get a phone call. It's too hard, but we have 12 amazing. So what I'm saying is it's a legitimate, really fun event, even to fly in from all over, you know? Yeah, definitely. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. We appreciate you being here. Now, if you could pass the mic to, to Lee over there, Lee, despite the challenges and, you know, the, the rough couple of years we've had, what are you excited about today about the uh, industry and what's your take on the future? Um, well, first of all, I'd say, Steve, you're just awesome. Okay. Let's get that out of the way. Well, don't we all have to say it? Yeah. <laughs> if you're awesome. <laughs> you're right. Yes, yeah. you. Right. It's in the contract. <laughs> 
I guess for for me, it's the movement um, in the artistic side of our our trade. The last two years have been spent. We've poured a lot into it. Joshua and I, Jane, Angie, many others. But about two years ago, uh, Joshua and I started the uh, Child Trade Artisans Guild for artisans. That's blowing up. We've been doing these training programs. We did coverings 2021. Um, We do monthly NTCA artisan roundtables. And it's really paying off. People are are seeing that uh, we were missing something that needed to come back. All aspects of this industry need to be strong. You need those big commercial contractors that look at 200,000 square feet and are excited about it. Yeah. You know, you need the residential guy. You need, yeah. You and I'm happy that they're doing it because I, exactly. I don't want to do it. <laughs> exactly. So you need all, all um, factions of our industry to be strong. And they are. The, the uh, mosaic artistic side, I, I think, really needed a boost. It needed to be lifted back up um, to be... Uh, as strong as those other factions, and it's getting there. It's really paying off. It's very. I mean, it's it's it's. I can't tell how exciting it is for Joshua and I and uh, Jane and uh, the whole crew, Angie, Seth, all the artists uh, that uh, can can feel like, hey, wait, I don't have. I can come out of that dark corner. I can come. I'm not alone. And what happens is, is it just starts to build and grow. Um, more more young people see when they have all of all of these people that they can turn to. We, like I, like I always say, we can help them skip the school of hard knocks. We made all the mistakes for them. So now the information we're giving you are, are things that we've learned over years and years of trial and error. And so, so they have, a, I wish I had that when I was 25 yeah. years old. Yeah. God, I wish I had me when I was 25. Well, there's a lot of people that had now had now have me. Right. So and Joshua and many and, and others. Because many we mentors. have recordings like this and, and you know what you did last two weeks ago. I mean it's it will impact so many people. So thank you for you know, and what was the there's a Facebook group that supports the Artisans Guild. It's called the Artisans Guild. The Tile Trade Artisans Guild, yes. Tile Trade Artisans Guild. So if there's any future we share artisans listening. Techniques, information, methods, um, that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's this whole thing is about uh, education, training people, giving them the knowledge um, to make it less cumbersome to do it. You know, we tell them exactly what you what you need and how you can be successful. So I think for anything, for anybody doing anything, if you have all that info, well, yeah, you might step out. You might try something you may not have before, right? So yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, we're just blown away by. Um, the reaction from the industry itself and uh, from all those involved. So that's, that's where my, that's where I'm at. Today. You're excited about yeah, it. I'm yeah. Jacked. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Do you, do you have any thoughts on the future of the industry and how, you know, how it looks or how this will, you know, impact the industry? It's, it will. It will. Yeah. It's going to, it already has on, um, but it's still, it's like anything. These things take time. Yeah. Everything takes time uh, to build and, um, but it's coming. Yeah. It's, it's coming. And I, I, just the advancements in our industry in general, um, the technology, the tools, the methods, all of that. For a guy that's been doing this for 37 years, that's pretty cool. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. I can, you know, when I see I have whatever I want, whatever color I want it to come <laughs> yeah, in, <laughs> yeah. um, it's there. Yeah. And it's getting better and better and better. Yeah. The tools. It just, it's, 
you know, for a, for an older setter who had, um, you know, a margin or a superior cutter, and a, I don't know, I don't even think I had a grinder, an old target saw. Okay, probably uh, still, it's probably still running. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I think every, you know, and I think this 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 industry is becoming a tighter and tighter knit family. Yeah, uh, you you can feel it. Yeah. And like Steve said, part of it is was the um, pandemic, uh, social media helping people um, uh, to stay connected. Yeah, allowing us to do these things, which you know I started out absolutely hating Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. And you know, a year later, I start you know start to see the value, what what the positive side of that was, and still is. So, um, yeah, with the advancements in technology, um, just uh, the reemergence of the art scene yeah. in our industry, yeah. and just the, the coming together, like this event, like you said, this event today. You know, there's more and more of these, and yeah. uh, you just feel like you're part of something bigger, yeah. you know, uh, that's growing too. That's, you know. Excellent. Thank you for sharing. Appreciate that. Uh, Ken, what about, what about yourself? What, what has you excited today about the industry and, and what's your take on the future? I think that, you know, the most exciting thing we, we've really kind of all touched on is unity. Um, we have this ability to come together and network with people that we may not have had access to before uh, via social media and, um, you know, just lines of communication are open between installers, between vendors and installers, between all levels of people in the industry. And we really have access to a lot of um, information that we didn't know that we had access to before. Whereas contractors used to think, well, I don't want to share my, my secrets with others because you're going to take my work. You know, now it's really become uh, a, just a big network that we can, you know, share and grow together. And I always say that I don't have competition. I just have other members of the network that I can reach out to and work with, you know. And I think it's important that we really push that idea to new installers, especially, and show them that we're here for them and that we can, you know, guide them to save them from making the same mistakes that we did previously. And, you know, social media is a big part of that. We really have the opportunity to do a lot of good with each other. Yeah, you're right. And thanks for taking the opportunity and seizing it and seeing that, you know, that powerful thing. Because there's a lot of goofy stuff, weird, negative stuff, energy that can happen on social media. Uh, but, but you've embraced it, Ken, in, in a way that has really shown a lot of people, myself included, like, oh, look, we can embrace this. We can, you know, flip the script. We don't have to react with emotions. Uh, you've done a really well job of that. We appreciate that. Now, what do you see for the future? I think that we have a core group of people that are solid influences in a positive way. I think that having that opportunity to really reach out to, especially to new installers, new people in the trades and attract people into the trade that may not have been interested before. You know, it's not just a, a field to get into if you're not going to college. It's a field that you can get into even after going to college. You know, I, I went to Monmouth University. I have my bachelor's in business administration, concentration in marketing, and I set tile and stick flooring for a living, you know? Like, you don't have to be, it's not a one-trick pony. You can be a variety of different things and still make cool stuff with your hands. Very cool. Well said. Appreciate it. We're going to have closing comments from from everybody. Uh, I do have one question that might be unique to these two gentlemen. If you want to grab that mic, Rod. 
and if you have other, other closing comments too, but because you, you know, came from a, a tile contractor and made that uh, transition into a, a, a manufacturer, um, what was that like? And, and why did you do it? Any lessons you could share? Because we have a lot of smart people listening. You know, I think, um, you know, as we were talking about um, hiring people, you know, as, as I would grow, you know, and at one point I got up to 22 employees and it was hard to look the other way when you'd go into a bathroom and see maybe a layout or something that you didn't like. Or, you know, I just felt like I lost um, what I'd worked, you know, for the first, you know, 15, 20 years of my, my life, my company, you know, to get, you know, to be the best of the best. And then as you scale, um, you're not able to hire and get as many guys, especially, you know, in the, the later years of things, there was less and less guys that were coming on, you know, that right out of high school or, you know, summers, you know, between, you know, grades would come and help. And we lost that. And, um, so I, I dropped down to more like a five man band and ran that way for a while. And it seemed like I was making the same amount of money, you know, and that was good. But as I started, um, making a few products, you know, and it started with the 3d backer that Steve helped me promote, you know, all of a sudden I just got more passionate about having a, a tile person as a customer instead of some rich owner of a house, you know, with nothing better to do than bitch about everything. So. Um, you know, I would, I would leave job sites just to run home and put $15 worth of backers in a box and send it out to a tile guy. And, um, I just got more and more driven and passionate about, um, just having tile guys as customers. And, um, you know, the, the money part, um, wasn't there at first, you know, it was, um, you know, when you and I did our first interview two years ago, it was just, okay, I'm going to do this full time and I'm going to put my tile tools away. I'm going to focus on this. And at that point, you know, all I needed to do is just make sure that I, I made my nut, but, um, you know, as, as things grew and, um, you get more and more people on the hook, you know, the business is, has taken off. So, um, that's, you know, been the best part for me is just actually manufacturing and making things for tile guys. It, it feels a lot better to me. That's a really cool story. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for letting me share it. Absolutely. Chase, how about yourself? Uh, that transition, uh, must've came with a, with a couple lessons learned along the way. Can you share them? Oh yeah, for sure. So as I was transitioning from being a tile contractor to flow effects, uh, you notice that it's really hard to do two jobs really good. And especially the tile contracting side uh, suffered in a big way, especially the past year. I was, you know, installing tile, but I was really focused on flow effects and it was taking a lot of my time. And I got to a point where it was really hard to make my tile customers happy and still make the flow effects customers happy. So essentially I was faced with a decision that I had to step away from tile, even though I probably wasn't really ready to be working on flow effects full time, but flow effects really needed all of my attention to get to a point that it would sustain myself and be a profitable business. So that, that was pretty challenging knowing when, when to take that plunge. So, yeah. But it was a necessary plunge. It, it was a hundred percent. It was necessary. I got to a point where every single one of my tile customers was mad. I was, I was behind schedule, not, not even close, like yeah. two, two weeks behind schedule on product on yeah. projects. Yeah. And it got to a point where I just couldn't service both. And so I had to make that, I had to make that decision. And when I did, it was like the weight of the world was lifted off my shoulders because I was able to focus on one thing instead of two. And I was able to put a lot more time and effort into flow effects and 
uh, overcome some of those challenges that I was having. So it was the be- the best move for sure. May have been a little soon, but it was it was necessary. Yeah, very cool. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, that's an important lesson. Know when you know know when it's time to move on or or switch. You know, you can't you know you can't always uh, do both. Um, it's hard. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Steve, any closing comments uh, from you? Steve Sprung is uh, the 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 brainchild behind a day. Uh, what would you like to say to the Tile friends that are listening to the podcast? Know your value and promote your value. That's that, I mean that's that's really kind of the 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 key to this the, to what you're doing. You know, is trying to get people out of the rut of thinking that this is all I can make. You know, I mean, we're every, everything, everything is changing. It's changing every day. And, you know, just because you can do something faster doesn't mean it should be less expensive. Um, stop, stop charging for the time you're spending on that project and charge for the time it took you to learn how to do that project properly. Um, we, we actually, even, even on the, even on the distribution side, like we, we kind of have to follow that same rule. You know, we, we develop things, we find new things and, and it's, you know, we, we can't, we can't go to war on price. It just, no, once you do that, nobody wins. So no, you know, have, have something that you can provide that nobody else can. Excellent advice. Um, thank you. You said something that might make people a little uneasy. You know, you said, of course, know your value, but promote your value guys. Listen, promoting yourself. If you're not willing to promote yourself, who the heck is, (laughs) if, if, if you're not proud of what you can offer your clients and you're not going to tell them exactly what you can offer and everything you can offer, you know, you either, either a need to pay someone to do it or figure out how you can motivate yourself to do it because you need to be your biggest advocate. And that's, you know, and that doesn't mean, I mean, you need, you need to figure out what that means for you, but do it. Absolutely. Lee, let's pass the mic to Lee. Uh, any last closing comments for the day? Uh, keep raising the bar. Don't just be another tile installer. Look for opportunities to make your work stand out. Um, I think you, you can find yourself in a position in this industry that um, not everybody has the luxury to be in. You can not only name your price, maybe sometimes not even give them a price because of what you bring. So look for those opportunities to elevate every little detail of, of maybe a seemingly simple job and then also introduce a new idea. Um, don't be afraid to be turned down. Uh, these little things add up and people notice I'm here to tell you and they remember. Yeah. Know when to say no. Is that what you're saying? No, what's what, no, what's not right for you. That's good advice. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Ken yourself, any last closing comments? I mean, all I can, I can echo what Lee just said, um, about, you know, trying those little things, taking risks. Don't, don't be afraid to try new stuff, but, you know, let's really take that next step and push our limits, see what we can do. You know, there's more to it than just, as my, my oldest says, you stick rectangles to walls. Like we don't have to just stick rectangles to walls. We can make them cool shapes and colors and sizes and, you know, do things that are a lot trickier than we think is possible, you know, push those limits. Very cool. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I really enjoyed today, this podcast. Thank you guys, each and every one of you for, uh, being willing to sit here. I know it's not easy. Um, uh, we have some mango here to, to relax us later. 
and uh, Steve and tiletools.com. Again, thanks for organizing this and being a sponsor to fly me out here in this equipment, uh, help me upgrade some and get another microphone or two. And uh, I appreciate that. Uh, and the tile contractors who listen to the podcast appreciate that because it means this can continue living. Um, and I, I've really enjoyed, you know, what I want to say to anybody who's kind of um, uh, thinking about, you know, maybe more of the negative things on social media or, or within the industry, there's more to the surface than meets the eye. Um, you know, uh, maybe you do need a break from social media. I, I myself am an advocate for that. You know, we don't need to spend all day on there. This is not, you know, and that's coming from somebody who makes their, their living there. And I, I should be encouraging you to join the tile money group and get in there. But I tell my admins, it's, you know, if you need a break, take a break. I mean, it's, it's that your health, your mental healthness, your mental health is, is much more important than being on there every day. Um, but don't be put off by the negative comments. You can always, you know, take an admin and we don't want those people in our groups anyways. Um, so sometimes we're just not aware of the conversation or the way it was said. Uh, but when you, when you dig deeper and you have patience and I've had to have patience and had to you know, think about things and, and switch my mindset. And when you dig deeper and, and start to show up at these events is when you meet the, the face and the personality behind the name there, we can only do that so much on online. The social media has and is pushing the industry and all of us to higher limits and, and it's needed. Um, and it's a beautiful thing if you want it to be, if you want it to be negative, it, it will be unfortunately, but don't embrace that. Uh, fight that with positive and surround yourself with positive people. That's really the power of these events. Uh, you, you really do meet your five new best friends. And when you surround yourself with, with them and you have conversations online and offline, uh, that's when you start to grow as a human because you're, you're um, talking to people who you respect and you look up to. Um, and that's what's happening here today. And that's what happens uh, at these events. So don't discount it, guys. Uh, dig a little deeper behind the surface. Uh, thank everybody again for being here live. We've got some stickers. We've got some uh, keychains and, and some beer openers here. This has been a live recording of the Tile Money Podcast. Again, huge thank you to tiletools.com for making this event happen and flying me out here. As always, Tile friends, stay positive and above all else, stay profitable out there. Stay profitable out there.